and it's katie and this is classically black podcast where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession with trappies playing in the background hello this is already gonna be so much better last week was get toe i can see you and you're moving in real time so that's good okay period 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 all right so problem didn't think so anyway news this week um just jumping right into it if i can see which tab is open okay um well you know me starting with the bad news first um columbia artist management incorporated which is one of the leading agencies that represents classical music performers um has announced that they are shutting down well by the time this episode comes out they will have shut down um they shut down on monday as in a week from the day this is airing um they sent out a message to all their artists um and basically they're trying to um enter like like an assignment to benefit the creditors um and basically liquidate you know all the assets of the company um and get their affairs in order to um to set their clients up for success because unfortunately they will no longer be um operating basically Mm -hmm. it was because of the pandemic um and the just the prolonged um financial impact that they've had to sustain and you know a lot of people are in this position a lot of companies are in this position um and it's just so crazy when you think about how like close people or or businesses are to something like this yeah um and basically it was just recommended to them by by a lawyer that um by a bank's a bankruptcy lawyer um and this uh company has been around for a very long time they were uh, founded in 1930 um, and they've uh, represented a, a number of class artists from conductors and pianists, um, vocalists, um, some high profile people like um, Herbert Von Karrion, um, Leonard Bernstein, James Levine, which I don't really know why they put him I don't on know here. Who she is. Yeah, I was just like, you're all claiming him? <laughs> so we're claiming that now? Okay. Um, uh, I don't know any of these pianists, but y'all might. Um, but anyway, um, they've also they also have a um, or have had a um, extensive uh, repertoire repertoire. You hear me? What is what's going on today? <laughs> it's so hot. I'm dripping sweat. Um, extensive roster, not repertoire, of vocalists um, like Leotine Price. Shout out to our sis Leotine. Hey, bro. Teeny weeny. Um, TT Flow. <laughs> Um, um, their their current roster um includes Valerie Gergiev, yeah, Gergiev. That's um, my dude. Ain't finna hold you. Yeah. Um, and many of the uh, high profile uh, vocalists, pianists, and conductors. Um, yeah. So pour one out for Columbia. Um, sucks. I hope you know not to see too much more of this. I know that some people. Some orchestras, especially, are are trying some some new things, and so hopefully we don't see too much more of this going on. I mean, yeah, you know the way the way this country is set up, you know. 
<laughs> we might leave be. the country anymore. Right. Everybody else probably gonna have flying cars, and we still. Yep. Social distance. <laughs> um, <laughs> we gonna be stopping the spread. Try to stop the spread in twenty fifty at this rate. Right. Um. Okay, so I have um one more thing. A a good thing. Um, actually comes um out of our um well Katie's alma mater, the Eastman School of Music. You're um, annoying. It is you your really alma mater. Are. You're annoying. It's not your alma mater. You didn't go there. You're annoying. You did not go there. You did not attend the Eastman School of Music. It's not your school. You didn't go there. You don't have a degree from there. I don't want to do this anymore. Let's just cut it here. What is going? You literally went there. Y'all hear this? She literally went there, and I don't understand why. Do she's y'all so- hear her? I said your alma mater. I don't have a degree from the Eastman School of Music, so. Um, Delaney, what happened there? What do you mean? What happened there? Oh, the story. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Um, so the Black Students Union at Eastman, which shout out to us. Um, uh, they have uh, created an online benefit concert series um that's titled soar which stands for students organized against racism um so they've basically organized over 50 faculty alumni and students from eastman um to perform pieces by black composers um and this is they're they're releasing um these videos in a series format and raising money on a gofundme which of course will be linked in the description um of this episode you should feel so inclined to donate um they are their goal is to raise five thousand dollars from this concert um series which is going to be split um five uh, between five organizations who will hopefully receive one thousand dollars each um those organizations are the pathways uh program which is a program intended to um intended is the key word intended yes god okay um <laughs> intended to um, help students from the Rochester City School District um, uh, attend Eastman by basically if they get into Eastman they will have a full scholarship um, to go so um, they're in their students that are in the Eastman Community Music School um, training and then they audition for Eastman they get it if they're in pathways and which means that they're both in ECMS and RCSD um, they will get the money to go to eastman so that's the first one rock music shout out to rock music um to rock music period is a, right that's a um elsa stemma inspired program in rochester um many of katie's favorite students one in particular yeah, that actually. i'm thinking of one in, oh yeah one in Nadia, partic- yep. no i'm talking mm-hmm. about oh bridget no mm, you're getting colder i'm talking about Oh, Janelle. No, he's a boy, a little boy. I know you're trying you struggling trying to think of somebody. <laughs> Annoying. <laughs> um okay, the third organization they will be um donating to is the Gateways Music Festival, which shout out to Gateways. Y'all should know by if you shout don't know if you don't know by now, now you know Gateways is um a music festival that um 
is basically is dedicated to music and musicians um of african descent it's a whole orchestra of professional musicians of african descent and they play black composers um there's usually um a lot of there's like over 50 events over a couple of days in rochester it's hosted at eastman but they also um do events and concerts at at other um like churches and um government buildings in rochester and they just pop in so Shout out to Gateways. Um, and then uh, the other organizations um, are Black Lives Matter Global Network, which Black Lives Matter, and Justice for Daniel Prude, who was um, a man who was actually murdered in Rochester by Rochester uh, police um, in March. So, um, yeah, so please donate if you have um, – the means um i'm gonna link their gofundme which will have the videos they're also um i'll link their facebook page too which they're also posting the videos and their instagram um they'll they're they've been posting um videos like i said of various um pieces by black composers so yeah eastman (laughs) that's the coolest eastman ever sounded period eastman (laughs) Wait, wait, oh. E-S-U? You? No. It's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. We got to get our Eastman, our, our Eastman sweatshirts like we said we would. Oh, yeah, we got to make the I black like ones. Richard designed them already. Yeah. We just went to get those. It's still a dream. I mean, so. the way this weather is set up, I don't even want to think about a sweatshirt right now, but, um, because... <laughs> If you look up and I'm doing this podcast naked, now you just know. Could you imagine? You just <laughs> no, <laughs> I cannot. Okay. It's 104 it degrees. It's 109 you know degrees actually right now. It's 109 degrees right now. And you know what's crazy? I'm in the booty crack of America, and it's absolutely lovely, lovely outside. It's like like 88. It's fully 109 degrees right now. Why? Why is it three of them? One, zero, and nine. Tomorrow is gonna be hundred and eleven. This is what so, is it even? This is so ghetto. What does it even feel like outside? Like I remember one one summer in Chicago, we had record breaking temperatures, and it was like hundred and eleven. You know what I'm saying? Like hundred and twenty. But when I went outside, it just felt hot. Like I couldn't. I couldn't even describe it. Like after a certain point, it's just hot. You know? Like and the fact that not very unhealthy air quality as well so we can't even breathe now there's no point in going outside because you have to put imagine putting a mask on in that yeah it's really i mean i ain't worried about you i know you ain't going outside (laughs) right so oh not the doggies they can't get walked yeah they're gonna be walking themselves they want to walk no, they can't because the pavement is going to be too hot for their paws. Oh. Yeah. Oh, they're going to have to get walked at night. Because, yeah, Who's you can't. What's that night? 90? 84 is the low. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. It's going to be, no, it's gonna be 97 degrees at 8 p.m. <laughs> Who asked for this? <laughs> We're living in hell, girl. Like, starting with you. Like God God was really like I mean, everything else is already mimicking hell. We might as well make the make the weather do it too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. They're gonna be having some sizzling paws. 
Well, that's so sad. I hope nobody. I hope because some people will just go out and walk their dog anyway. Which could you imagine? Just the floor is lava. <laughs> but like for real, <laughs> they probably so confused. Like, so what are we doing out here? Right. Ugh. But anyway, intermission. Well, speaking of doom and gloom, okay. I thought it would be cute. So on the read, um, you know, we stand that podcast around here. Fury has been doing these um these little ending bits where he would say three things that made him happy during the week. And I thought that would be a cute intermission because um we we often talk about our unhappiness with this country and you know that hasn't changed and won't but <laughs> i thought it would be nice <laughs> and won't i thought it would be nice to talk about three things that made us happy this week especially since we're recording this kind of late we had a whole week basically to think to to reflect on rather so delaney would you like to go first or you want me to go first i have to tell you this was actually very difficult this week was actually quite terrible so <laughs> I, that's not that's not hard to believe at all. Yeah, like but this, this we, week was we move. really really bad. Like I'm I'm really scraping for things. So I had to scrape. I'm never gonna hold. I, it's not like I I'm a, I personally did not have a terrible week. I will say that. I can't remember what I did. Oh, <laughs> I forgot that happened this week. But um, I mean I've been really grateful. I've had a grateful spirit. Um, in spite of everything that's been going on. So um, nothing bad over here to be honest but i'll be honest with you i spent most of my i mean this is not what this thing is about actually it's actually <laughs> quite the opposite of what the intermission is about so i'm gonna not <laughs> mm-hmm. but just know that the, i'm really scraping but one of the things that i that is refreshing because some people do not have the ability to do this it's my ability to be happy for other people if you can't be happy for other people mm-hmm. man you are just going to be miserable yeah. and so a lot of people ain't happy for other people yeah it's just gonna because when stuff is not going well and then you and then you on top of that you jealous of other people it's just gonna be but girl real quick aside so i watch this girl her name her name is Aaliyah's face she's a pretty big youtuber she's not the biggest she's like i think four hundred thousand subscribers she lives in Atlanta. And I was, I love her so much. Like she's just young and rich. And I was telling the lady earlier this week, I like seeing people being I like seeing black people with money. It makes me happy. Just they be like buying expensive stuff, doing dumb stuff. It makes me happy. She don't do dumb stuff. She's really responsible, but like whatever. So she did you know like how you can send you 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 sent a message to someone else, but you you sent a she someone sent a message to the wrong person about her. So they someone DM'd her and was like, because she posted either she post like she posts often because she's an influencer. So she posted like a picture, like a, one of her pictures and someone DM'd her picture to her and was like, or I think she posted that she, she just bought a house. She, bought, she posted something like that. And someone DM'd her and was like, this is cute and all, but I can't wait to see her downfall. Like what? And like she vlogged about it and she was like, I hate when stuff be ruining my day. So she was like, I'm going to tell y'all what happened later. And she told us. And I was like, I couldn't imagine how that feels. She was like, it really messed me up all day because it's like. That's sad. You really try to do well for yourself. And then someone, people, someone is actively 
you know, plotting, on plotting you. your downfall. Like, wow. I was like, my jaw dropped when she said that. I could not imagine like how how uh she had to feel after seeing that. You know, that is crazy. I felt so bad how for you her. Even, and first of all, you a bird, but that's also very sad that you like yeah. really you comfortable being like going to somebody and being like, oh, I really hope this person fails. Like, what is wrong with you? Wow. Like, and Aaliyah's doing so well. Like I said, she just bought this, uh, she just bought a house and like, she's doing so well. She's been really consistent on YouTube because she struggled with that in the past. Um, Yeah, that really, that kind of messed me up for her because she was like, yes, yeah, I've been in my feelings all day. She's like, normally when stuff, people say stuff, like about me like it doesn't bother me but the fact that like you she and what she said is like people will be preying on your downfall and it's like it's, it's normally something that people just say it's like oh like these people preying on my downfall mm-hmm. whatever whatever but she's like to see it actually like happen like she sent it to the wrong person she was supposed to send it to a friend but accidentally sent it to her no wow Ooh, Chile. Well, so, yeah. that was a long way of it's, um of saying yeah. that um this didn't ha- this happened like just at the end of last week, but you know, kind of this week, I think. Um but La Jasmine made it to Paris. Oh, yeah. Um oh my God. our friend Jasmine Dakin. She was on um our episode about new music, um, tolerating us. Um <laughs> I would never forget she was like, Are y'all done? right? <laughs> iconic moment um yeah but she made it to paris to see her fiance i'm not to see to live with her fiance so she um was able to leave this terrible terrible country and be popping in paris with her man so congrats to her that made that made me so happy because you know with all this about americans not being able to go places and stuff like she wasn't completely sure how it would work out you know, or if it would work out. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, that was that made me very, very happy. I'm really happy that worked out for her. So that she hit me up like maybe a month after, or something like that. And so obviously, like the majority of my lessons with him have been online, and I've been like, oh my god, I'm I've been kind of having like a little bit of anxiety about him just because it's like I want to be a good teacher but like it's really hard to facilitate learning online like it's so it's so difficult and so we've been working on the bow hold longer than I'd like to work on a bow hold with a student but I've I, I've been patient I'm you know I'm a, I'm a patient teacher because I, I am a slow learner but patient in that this is taking longer than it's supposed to take and he had the most perfect little bow hold this past Friday yesterday perfect just perfect after weeks and weeks of struggling so that really brought me some joy this week period i'm over here struggling y'all i'm telling you it's hot as heck and i'm like trying to not die but also trying not to make too much noise so i turned my mic off not like off off but i turned the dial all the way down while you were talking so that i could move stuff around Mm-hmm. Which I totally forgot you could do that. So, oh, I'm, can't me going to the bathroom while you talk one time. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but I might have to adjust the levels on this episode because, yeah, we gonna see. Because I have a feeling I'm gonna be quieter at some points um, than others. 
Um, so we'll see what happens. Anyway, my second thing. What was my second thing? Because it's getting real bleak. Oh, um, a YouTuber that I watched. She just did. She got a um. Like she just did like her first like photo shoot, I guess. Like she's been in magazines before, but it was like one that's like dedicated to her. I guess like she did like an interview and like a spread in in a bustle and she's just like a youtuber that's like she's just really really popping and like really like consistent high quality stuff and like I just really like her her stuff and she um she's like like the epitome of like that whole like follow your dreams thing because she was actually a doctor Mm -hmm. before she was a like a influencer and yeah she just like it was not working for her and so um she was a physical therapist and she said that was taking a toll on her um physically um but also like the way her practice one of her practices that she was at was treating her like they were trying to get her to take a pay cut but not any of the other people and she was a black she's a black woman they were trying to get her to take Mm. take a pay cut and she was like i'm not doing that like you know like why, why are you right. not asking anybody else to take a pay cut and I know my worth and all that stuff so she was like and they were like well either you take a pay cut or you can go and she was like I'll go and she said she made right. um, and she made more money in her first year of full time she had been on like doing it as a hobby before but when she did oh, full time okay. she said she made more money in that year than she did as a physical therapist she said this year she t- she made more money in, in the first three months of 2020 than she did all of 2019 wow like she, that's a flex and she made like and she made like 300k in in uh 2019 <laughs> like she she's popping wow see like sis is out here so period period okay my second thing is this bagel sandwich that i made this morning all right so let me put you on game right so i was i was on twitter and choice brown which is tabitha brown's daughter people a lot of people know tabitha brown tabitha brown kind of rose to popularity during quarantine oh during while we are were in be, while we started quarantine started. um no, i'm just kidding <laughs> um for her vegan recipes and stuff so i followed choice on twitter as well and she vegans have a thing called the just egg which just came out which i didn't like at first because i didn't like eggs before i went vegan anyway and so i like this because it's not too eggy actually just tastes like it tastes like eggs no it doesn't i don't know how to describe it but anyway i saw her microwaving it and people in the comments like yo mama talk about the brown but you microwaving your eggs and but i tried it okay so let me put you on game right a bagel and you can make this not vegan but like listen a bagel a little bit of mayo follow me i don't give up i promise spinach then you put your little egg your little just egg that i microwaved and then you chop that with gouda i use vegan gouda some vegan bacon avocado tomato when i tell you bro if you see me quit viola and open up a vegan coffee shop like that's really something i'm about to put on my vision board like I, I see myself being very happy with that. Living in Jamaica. You know? Pretend like this country doesn't exist. Period. I mean, but Viola cool too. You know, I'm literally an entire fellowship program, so. 
Bello. So about that. <sighs> number three? Yep. So my number three is a friend of mine that I've known since like kindergarten yesterday. She sent me a photo that she um found at her house of us. We were probably we might have been in like first grade it or something like that at our Black History Month program. Um, it was just like a group a group of us, so that was cute. We were all in our like like our African garb lined up outside. Oh, that is cute. Yeah. Oh my god, do I have a third one? Let me not be ungrateful. My third one is all right ah! the whole week sis what i'm trying to figure out what happened this week <laughs> oh my little plant that i bought from ikea is thriving i might have drowned it so we're gonna see but before i did that it, it's a whole bunch of little leafy things on not it. Leafy thing. I do not have a green thumb. What's the opposite of green? That's what I got. Red, right on the code on the color spectrum. It's red. That's what I got. So my little plant is thriving. Got a whole bunch of them little leafy things on there. Bought it from IKEA. That made me happy this week. There's other things I just can't think of them off the off yeah. the dome. Yeah. My my life is not miserable. I, mean, I promise. <laughs> okay. Okay, period. Moving on. The late topic. To the topic. So, there's a show called Indian Matchmaking. And I don't normally, I forgot who put me onto it because it was somebody somebody on a podcast I was watching. What? Okay. <laughs> okay. I think I was listening to The Friend Zone. And they were talking about matchmaking in like African, an African culture that I forgot. And they talked about Indian matchmaking. And I was like, oh, I don't normally watch a lot of shows because I don't have the attention span to keep up with them. But um, I, I did my hair a couple of weeks ago. So that's perfect time for me to binge watch a show. And then I saw, I went on Instagram. I saw Delaney was also finna watch it. So I said, this is going to be perfect topic for classically black and you'll see how <laughs> but uh before we're going to talk about what that show is about and our impressions of it and my reactions and stuff like that and then we're going to let you know what this has to do with classical music yeah so um girl, we're just gonna see if this, this episode seems like it's the episode from hell because now like i'm very faintly echoing in my own headphones like very faintly you can barely hear it okay but i i don't know if that's showing up or if that's going to show up in the recording of this, so. But it's just in my own headphones. But anyway, um, yeah, so Indian Matchmaking is basically a show that follows a matchmaker. Um, her name is, I think it's Seema. But let me just double uh, double check. Yeah, her name is um, Seema Taparia. Um, and she is uh, what, like the best matchmaker in India. Um, and basically, I'm sure, you know, you guys probably know that there's like a tradition in parts of India of arranged marriage um, and that sort of thing. So that's kind of like what she does. But it kind of gives you a, the show gives you an in-depth look at the process, at least that this matchmaker takes. And because um, I know that the impression that a lot of people have of arranged marriage, that it's just like 
here's somebody this is your husband and like in some cases um but i think they said one of the people that we're gonna talk about um had a more traditional um uh situation in which like his mother was like i'm picking somebody for you you know mm-hmm. but um in the in her process like in the matchmaker's process she like will meet with you and like put together like a portfolio of like things that you want in a partner some of which are like you know surface level things like height um you know like what they do for a living uh, where they went to school what they studied that kind of thing family history but then also like their qualities and she will like literally match make based on that stuff so I kind of saw it more as like an expedited way of finding a partner because you can also date the person like it's not just like i think this person is good for you so this is your husband it's like you go on a date see if you like it. if you don't you can come back mm-hmm. and tell her this didn't work and she will give you somebody else mm-hmm. and that was very surprising to me because i remember my very limited view on on this tradition was on a book that i read like in in late elementary school i don't remember the name of the book but maybe someone will recognize what i'm talking about but it was it was set in india and she was in an arranged marriage that she didn't like the guy like it was just like her I think her father if I remember correctly her father could afford the bride part the bride price so that's the dude that she ended up with and I think he treated her poorly I can't remember exactly it was like late it was a age-appropriate book but it was it was late elementary school when I read it and I was like oof so I I enjoyed watching because I was like oh this seems like this seems like you know if if you had a dating app in real life that's kind of like yeah except you have to get married <laughs> like yeah. yeah you i feel like this yeah it's also like like when i say it's like expedited like because the, the process is still a little faster than like what you would usually do like like you go on a couple of days and and that's kind of it kind of cuts to the chase because like in that whole portfolio it's also like do you want kids like it's very much like laying out what you want for your life and matching it up on that mm-hmm. and if you decide that you like the person they said it's usually like two weeks until a wedding you know oh but you did you notice something that i'm sure you noticed it that it jumped out at me right away like Every time they would say like, "Oh, what are you looking for in a guy or a girl?" Like they'd be like, "Oh, not too dark." I only noticed that, that for one of them, up. but it came up a couple of times. Yeah, I heard that it did, but I feel like I only noticed it once. I guess I just I just didn't. But yeah, that was just. I mean, yeah. I think I watched a documentary on that topic in india i'm not gonna speak on it because it's just it's, i don't know enough about it but i, but I mean that's, that's also, always i think it's, it's similar in other cultures that have different like like in south asia where there are people mm-hmm. like there's more variation in skin color there are darker south asians and then in south america too you know mm-hmm. so it always strikes me as weird because i never be like oh he can't be too dark i don't I'd never that is I mean I know we live in a completely different culture but, I mean, but even in our society it's like oh he can't be too dark yeah. it's like girl I feel like I mean I could like I, I can't see what that is especially since like the pickings out here I feel like age I mean co- like complexion should not matter it is slim pickings okay. out here yeah, but like yeah, like my friend was telling me because her family is um, 
um is from mexico and she was just like um yeah like the the way that they talk about like if someone has like a baby and they're like oh so good it's you know it's not too dark it's you know light complexion or something like that like they make passive remarks like that it's just like yikes you know like and even um some black people who like Mm -hmm. dark i've i've seen her like dark-skinned black people so like, oh, I don't want to be with nobody dark because then, you know, their kids will be dark. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> y'all just. Yikes. These people really messed y'all up, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, y'all really believed everything they told y'all. Okay. Yikes. But anyway, what you think about some of these, some of these characters, like the varying characters that we saw on the show? Like, who, which one jumped out to you the most? I mean, there was, there was quite some crazy <laughs> situations. Um, I mean, it wasn't as, I, I was expecting the show to be crazier. You know, the way people were talking about it, they were like, it's so wild. Like, and it was just like, uh, it wasn't really, like nothing crazy happened. It was just you like. No, American instinct at the center of the universe. So like anything that's outside of Tinder is like so crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like that. It's I, a fucking regular show. Yeah. To I was expecting it to be like like there were some people with some like personalities i was just like kind of like ooh, but it wasn't nothing like mm-hmm. crazy that happened like so one of the main one of the, the first character person that they um that they introduced was this girl named aparna and she <sighs> aparna um <laughs> She is very, I don't know, she's very uptight, first of all, is is one mm-hmm. word that I used to describe her. Some people said that she was being, like, too, like, she, she knew what she wanted, you know? And I don't think, I don't, mm-hmm. I think, I don't know if there's a such thing as being too picky. I think that marriage is very serious, and if you're going to enter a commitment like that, I don't think you should settle. So, you know, but... The way she was, like, I just didn't feel like she was someone that anyone would want to be around. She was kind of mean. She was rude. Yeah. She got mad at one of her dates for speaking to the waiter. Like, which, oh, yeah, which I remember I that. I was like, he can't speak to the waiter? Like, he can't even greet them and be fr- a friendly person? Like, that just... Also, some people are like that. Some people are just, like, friendly. Like, they just they and it's not track a, up conversation with anyone. Yeah, and it wasn't like he was ignoring her, you know? Like, right, it was that was the thing. I'm like, like a casual, like a, oh, what would you order? Something like that. Like, a regular exchange. Yeah, shit, you're weirdo. Nah, that was weird. Like, they're not, like, solely a servant. This is also a person, you know? Like, and so it was mm-hmm. very much, it was no give and take. It was mostly take. You know, and it was very mm-hmm. like she was very hypercritical and judgmental, not in a way that's like this isn't what I want, but in a way that was like just mean, in my yeah. opinion. Um, yeah. But I also think that I, I honestly think that, I mean, she softened up towards the end, but I also just think that she was kind of a miserable person, to be honest. The way she spoke about her, her profession and her upbringing. Yeah, she doesn't even like being a lawyer, which, yeah, a lot of people do stuff. I mean, I feel like. A lot of people are doing things that careers that they don't want to do because their parents want them to do want them to do and i don't have a, i don't want to speak on that i don't really have a point of reference for that i mean people in my family wanted me to be a dentist or whatever but my mom never really cared um so i don't have that point of reference but i can't imagine doing something like like there's a difference between your mom making you play basketball and your mom making you be a lawyer like you know how long you have to go to school to be a lawyer and then all the things you have to do and she'll be like mm-hmm. 
oh you like law oh interesting i don't it's like you go to like you proud of she seemed proud of that like she seemed proud of the fact that she didn't like law and i was like girl that's weird yeah she was very for all these years stoic and like you could just tell like any if someone had any like joy or like whimsy she was just like turned Mm. off by that she said she hated humor i'm like humor just in general yeah freaking like <laughs> yeah, like it just seemed like it just a lot of a lot of things about her. Like it wasn't the it wasn't the the pickiness that was it for me. It just seemed like she was like not happy, and I just mm-hmm. don't think that you should bring anybody else into it. But that was party um, Warney. <laughs> a character that stood out to me. Her name was Ankita, and. Like, okay, first of all, I don't like... Okay, so let me just back up. Ankita, she's a businesswoman. She has her own clothing line or whatever. She's a little bit older. Like, she's not older. I don't want to say that because, you know, I'm creeping up on 32. But um, she's she's 30. She has she's started her own clothing line with her sister. And she's doing a thing. And she's tra- she travels a lot. And she's, like, living her best life, right? Like, and... So, like, when Seaman was working with her, she was like, oh, you know, Ankita, she's, like, too independent. And I'm just like, that always is weird to me. Like, really, in the year of our Lord 2020, like, I feel like, I don't know. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to say too much, but it's like, you're intimidated by that? For, like, for what? Like, why? I just... I, <clears throat> I don't know. I just feel like I'm. I'm speaking in circles because, like, I don't want to say too much. I'm like, I'm. I'm having a conversation with Delaney, but like, the mics are on, you know. But like, I just think it's really weird for a man to be intimidated by a woman who has her own stuff. Like, and that just goes. That just ties into a lot of other things that's wrong with the dating scene in our culture in general about like the bare minimum that men have to put in just to do absolutely anything like literally the bar is beneath the earth's crust like it's so incredibly pathetic and it just like it's stuff like that like if the only thing that you can bring to a relationship is that you can provide like i i will probably make more money than you so you're gonna have to like (laughs) figure it out like that is so weird to me and speaking of that same girl like the the one i was telling you about, about before Aaliyah's face she she would like people would do like you know how influencers do that thing where it's like oh ask me like ask me anything i'm doing a q a video mm-hmm. and people will be like or an assumptions video and people will be like i assume that you only go after men for your, their money she's like baby i make more than most men <laughs> so that's not even a thing <laughs> i was like period like money cannot be the only thing you can provide so it was just really weird to me that I don't know and then also the way her story ended up it was like which I thought was really sad was like oh you know yeah like this process taught me a lot I'm just gonna focus on myself and I feel like that is a plight that a lot of like really strong women face it's like yeah I'm just gonna I'm I'm independent I'm just gonna focus on myself and it's like that's fine but if you if you have a desire to be with someone I feel like you should be with someone you know but it's like men or women whoever you're interested in are intimidated by the person making more money like because that's all you have to offer it's really like disheartening especially like since this was filmed it was released in 2020 so this is very recent and yeah india seems to be a country that's really steeped in tradition but like there's a lot of forward thinking people there so 
there's no one that would want to compliment that. That's I, I didn't like the way her story ended. Like Seema couldn't do nothing in all of India. All how many people is it? It's like <laughs> six. It's like a billion. It's a billion. Like you have like one sixth of the population of the world, and out of all of them people, Seema couldn't find one person that you paid tens of thousands of dollars for her to for her to find you somebody. Nah, that really and, like left me feeling some type of way. Go ahead. There, yeah, there was a, also other things. The way they were talking about her, they were like, "Yeah, you know, you can find someone that is not really into looks," and like they were basically like calling her ugly yeah. and calling her fat, like basically saying that they needed to find somebody who liked personality more because she wasn't really she didn't. They said she doesn't have the looks. Like I'm like, she's a very pretty girl, at, and she's she's a very pretty girl. Like I don't understand. <laughs> And also, people people like people of all sizes. Yeah. So it's like, what? And then also the the other. So she was in a different part of India than Seema had a lot of context in. So she also called on another matchmaker in that area, mm-hmm. and that lady was for the birds, like for real. I can't believe anybody pays mm-hmm. her to do anything, because she was telling yeah. the girl she was shutting her down. What's her name? Ankita. Yeah, she was shutting girl. Ankita down, um, and oh, telling yeah, her. Yeah. Um, like no, you need to you need to stop be, with all this strong woman stuff. You need to be like like you need to put your man first, and what's gonna happen if he gets a job in Timbuktu? Yuck. And she's like, well, we can discuss it. She's like, no, you need to pick up and move all your stuff and leave everything behind. And I was like, <laughs> and she was like, she was like, well, I picked uh, the the matchmaker was like, I picked all my stuff up and started completely over um, from stuff that I built for twenty years. I'm like. That sounds terrible for you, but that was your choice and, and your prerogative. Yeah, like why would you? She doesn't have to. Do and her that. business she, is doing well. Exactly. Why would she leave all her stuff? Like, like and like she says, she can. That can be discussed with her partner because it is a union for the both of them to be in together. So, yeah, that one really rubbed me the wrong way. The way they was treating her. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, but that's so so many characters Uh-oh. there's a lot of characters yeah. but so i don't know if we could go in depth on each and every single one but nah, yeah nah. i think i mean we can but i feel like we nah, should get to i don't it. think we, can. We, not, we ain't no pop culture <laughs> podcast yeah. you know what i'm saying it's on Netflix, okay so how does, yeah i would i would recommend watching it you know i, I finished the whole thing while i do my hair so that's what the you know Oh, and then the episodes also aren't long, which I like. Because like I said, I don't have the attention span. Okay, so how to tie us into classical music? We played a little game of matchmaking. So one of the key aspects of the of Indian matchmaking, which I found to be incredibly interesting, actually, and I didn't expect, was the importance of astrology and having and having signs, and not even just signs, but like charts match up and, and stuff like that. So I thought it would be cool to do something similar for our topic today. So basically, um, Delaney took my sign, I took her sign, and we found compatible signs of composers with our sign. Um, and then we found, we programmed a recital using works f- from the composers that are compatible with with my sign. For example, Leo, Le- I'm a Leo. Leos are compatible with uh, one of the people. One of the people that Leos are compatible with are Tauruses. Tauri, um, 
haven't met a Taurus that wasn't horrendous. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, um, and so she could have, Delaney could have found a Taurus, a composer who was a Taurus, and then use a piece from that composer. That's how it goes. Okay, we'll go tit for tat. Who do you want to start? Or you want me to start? I can start. Okay. Um. Okay. So, like Katie said, she's a Leo. There was a bit of a mix up, but it's fine. It all worked out. We, um, we move. We 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 figured it out. <laughs> so Katie's a Leo. Um, and she has a seventy-eight percent chance of being compatible with another Leo. I don't I see how that would work. Really. But <laughs> there is. I cannot. That that blows me away. Like seventy-eight seems high for a Leo and Leo. For a Leo and a Leo. But that was the overall compatibility, which is the average of all the different categories. And some of them were low and others were much higher. So I guess the overall, I don't know. You, um, you found all Leo composers, right? Hmm? You found all Leo composers. What do you mean? I just did one composer. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I matched, so I kind of did match, like, just matched you with one person, you know? Oh, okay. I see. I see. Yeah. Um, oh, you going to have, you passing me around? Period. Yes, Come on, options. No, we're progressive. You know what I'm saying? Come on, options. Um, right. You don't have any. So your um, <laughs> <laughs> so your composer is Samuel Coleridge Taylor. And oh, you know period. what? I, I took your needs into account because you got a brother and you can move abroad. You know what? You really do like me, Delaney. So period. So I'll put you together a little a little love recital, a little love theme. You know, some of it, some of it, you know, some intimate chamber music. Some of it is, you know, cute. All right, so um, yeah, it's his nonet in F minor, which is for ooh, a gaggle of instruments. Let me pull it up. Um, oboe, Come clarinet, on, <laughs> oboe, clarinet, bassoon, horn, violin, viola, cello, bass, and piano. So here you go, your little little dedication, dedicatione. Um, that's my kind of carrying on, and um, I also want to play that piece. I think Viola's in that piece. Did I not? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Pretty much, except for trumpet and trombone <laughs> in progression, I guess. Hmm. Oh, and flute. Okay. Okay. A couple of y'all not in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. I did mine a little different. We had a little miscommunication. It happens sometimes. Um, but so I have different composers that are compatible with Delaney. You know, so basically I invited all of her lovers to a, to a recital, and she could okay, pick which one she likes. Basically, <laughs> she could pick which one she like. Uh, <laughs> 
Best. Okay, so the first one is List. List is a Libra. Libra and Libra are surprisingly compatible because uh, when two Libras come together, it's a love affair. So any Libras out there, hit me, me up if you want Delaney's info. Okay. Um, this is okay. What happened? Anyway, just go ahead and play the. <laughs> so, um, we gonna start this. You know how over some recitals they start off with a whole bunch of people, and then you know the the stay, the chairs will go away. Okay, we are gonna start off with Lipre Lutes. So you know it's a little big, but you know that's my period. Jam. Okay, love Lipre. I knew what I was doing. I knew what I was doing. Here we go. I want to get to the good part. Yeah, this was in his bag with that. Yeah, I'm not praise the white man, but you know, in his bag. <laughs> Yeah, you kidding, I'm kidding. Bad. You kidding? He was in his bed. I'm not, so. Like, I mean, I'm not, but you know. Um, okay, so my next piece um, is Samuel Colichella's Quintet for uh, Clarinet and Strings. Um, oh, that's my jam! So I'm going to play a little bit of the first movement in this piece.
showing his love, his fiery love okay. for you. Very sis. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Libras and Cancers are also very compatible. So for you, I have Mahler's Piano Quartet in A minor. You know what I'm saying? Give a little Mahler action. Also, I know you love a little chamber music. So let your man um serenade you. Okay, Delaney? Period. Okay, this this quartet was not completed. I'm gonna play the second movement, which is the scared so. First of all, Marlon needs somebody to show him some love because he clearly. was clearly hurt. giving very much baby you know i'll die for you you know what i'm saying i'll go to war for you baby period love that for you okay (laughs) i don't but um anyway (laughs) um next piece um is uh samuel coleridge taylor's a fantasy stroke for uh string quartet um i'm playing just Part of the second movement, which is a serenade. We gonna play that piece. We're playing that piece. Hmm? Mm -hmm. You are? Oh, that's surprising. I thought you were playing some. Thought so too, but you know, it's funny how Black Fellowship wanted us to play something more, you know, Mm. in line with the mission of. Let me shut up. (laughs) Let me just shut up. (laughs) I do too much. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, trying to say too much. I, I see she signed her NDA. Okay. Okay, my last piece is by a Czech composer named. <sighs> okay, so you really just. I'm like, you know, I'm, 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 
you you really gunning for me to be with a white man. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> like I was hoping I was like, can I get a little shot? Okay, but well, listen, here's my here's my here's what I'm thinking, right? You know what I'm saying? What all of these people have been from somewhere else. I want you to get that green card, sis. I'm looking out. I'm looking okay. out. Okay. Get oh, your citizenship okay. and freaking the Czech Republic and be happy and free. Period. Okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to help you out, baby. Okay. <laughs> also, you know I had a little chocolate on there, but you know I had something mixed up. You know what I'm saying? So my my heart was oh, pure. Right, right, right. I I tried to give you a little, but you know I got the signs mixed up. Anyway, we back now. You gonna you have choose from. Mahler list or this dude named Leos Yannick. He's a cancer. All right, very for a nice diverse group of white men. They I mean they diverse. What you have Mahler, he's a German. Leos. That's why I said a, a very diverse you know what group I'm of saying? white men. Listen. I, I do want what's best for you. So it's a catch 22. I want you to get out of this country. You know what I'm saying? I got your I got your way. I gotta speak. Don't come don't get y'all come for me. I I'm fine with it. I just, you know, of the options. I just don't you know. Cause now people Delaney is a reverse racist. And she don't want If you gonna send that to us, <laughs> why don't you figure out what you just typed? You might have, yeah, you might as well just put it in your uh in your like, trash folder. <laughs> girl. Okay. Leos Yannick, I hope I'm saying his name right. He's a cancer. He's a Czech composer. He wrote this piece called Pohad Pohadka, which translates to fairy tale. Why don't you write that down? So when you move, you got you know one word. Um, you not writing? Yeah, so I'm gonna just show, I'm gonna drop touchdown at the airport in the Czech Republic. Say yep. Pohadka. <laughs> How is it? Whatever hello is in Czech, they're like Pohadka. Oh, I'm just going. Uh, can I have the pahatka? Right. It's probably one of them words. I mean, a whole bunch of stuff. You never know. You'll find out okay. when they when yep. you get there. Okay, mm-hmm. it means fairy tale. I thought it was real cute because you and your man. This the way. This is cute, Delaney. Come on, lean in. Okay, okay. My me having a man is a fairy tale. <laughs> Here go to peace, y'all. <laughs> We're not really <laughs> I'm already <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna peace. Oh, but this is arranged arranged for double bass. It's originally for uh, cello, but you know we used to that over here, viola and bass. All right, here we go.
He working on fingers, sis, so that means anything to you. Oh, it okay. doesn't. So, moving on. It doesn't on this here PG podcast. Uh, well, so, practice. He, he practices a lot. He knows what he's doing. Yep, so he can build a house as a yep. man should. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> When they, that's how they be doing on Twitter when they be like some some dude will be like is she not cooking and cleaning and raising my kids and rubbing my feet and washing my drawers and I don't want her and they be like okay but right. I'll stay. Mr. Little House in the Prairie <laughs> go chop some wood <laughs> right my favorite my favorite tweet of all time never mind I'm not gonna say it on here but what, what, what was that? the one about war men and war yeah, I'm not gonna okay. Say that. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So my last piece. Oh, you did four. Saved, okay, come on. Uh, the romance. Yeah, the romance for last. Um, uh, Samuel Coachella wrote a romance, and she majored for violin and orchestra. So I'll play a little bit of that. Oh, let me just make sure the volume up so now we not because I started it. I'm mm. starting it in the middle ish. Well, it's towards the beginning, but yeah. I want to know who asked him to put five sharps. Yeah, like, why do y'all do that? So. You could say the same thing in D major. I would love to know. And and here go a C double sharp for who, for what? Like, are you okay? I thought this was about <laughs> love. Cause you gotta work for like. love. Yes, <laughs> so. That was yeah. cute. Those are our our little match. Oh, should we pick one? Oh yeah, that'd be cute. Like one of us. Right, so I just Wow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um I mean the last one was cute, but I love Lay Preludes. I already love Lay Preludes before you played it, so I'm gonna pick that I'm one. I'ma pick um the Fantastroke or whatever, the fantasy. Mm-hmm. Oh for real? I mean the um the okay. fantasy not the fantasy the romance is really cute i like stuff like that mm-hmm. like i like um thick pieces like that yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> thick i can't even pass walking around with- <laughs> okay <laughs> what was that walking around with all that what on her what does she have on her if you could just clarify they can look up the lyrics they can look up audience. the lyrics Okay. Well, 
it's time for black excellence where we hype you up gas you up and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top who you got delaney all right so this week i'm talking about dana kelly hey dana. um so I'm so ghetto <laughs> So I knew of her because um, You know just classical music Black <clears throat> she's out here um, But um, She popped back up on my Timeline because uh, she was just uh, Appointed to faculty At the Manus School of Music Period at the new school. So period um, She's joining uh, this fall semester So now um she um has won many a competition including the sphinx competition um and the irving m klein international string competition come on right no come on global star um she's uh currently a member of the orpheus chamber orchestra she's also a former member of the argus quartet um she received an artist diploma um uh, in a string quartet studies with the Argus Quartet um, in the 2017-2019 graduate quartet and residence at the Juilliard School. Um, she was also um, with the quartet when they won the first prize um, at the 2017 2017 M Prize Chamber uh, Arts Competition and the 2017 Artist Guild Victor L. Mullay. Ooh, sorry, sorry, dude, if I'm pronounce your name wrong uh competition they were also um recipients of the 2018 classical recording foundation award and the 2018 salon de Virtuosi award she is out here she's performed at many different um prestigious uh, venues such as uh, carnegie hall um alice tooley hall uh the kaufman center of performing arts the ravinia special uh, <laughs> it's been a long day the ravinia festival it's been a long hot day um yeah but um i am going to link um her very very extensive bio um in the description of this uh episode if y'all want to um if y'all want to learn more about her um and of course uh you know comments and and pick her up in our uh our post on friday also by the way she was first of all she really out here doing this chamber thing because she was a uh, an ensemble connect dang which, you okay so she she played yeah. viola like she played for real 2014 yeah 2014 2016 she was in uh she was on ensemble connect um yeah so she been out here she studied with with kim cash cash okay so you're viola with kim kardashian period right period her viola curvy <laughs> right and problematic Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My piece of the week is Amen by Carlos Simon. That piece. Has it been a piece of the week before? I don't think so. Oh, and it's going to be it, it again. Been. Period. Okay. Oh. Peace goes. I was listening to it earlier this week for something else we had to do. So and I was like, oh, yeah. Right. Stay tuned. Oh, yeah. Are we going to tell them about that? Oh. Yeah. I think it came out really Oh, cute. for real? I okay. liked it. Now we now we gonna tell them about that. Why would we tell them about that? <laughs> you think it was bad? No, I didn't know if we we're gonna be tired in it or we we're gonna formally say something. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, I see. No, oh, but I okay. think it's really cute. Well, y'all, thank you so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't it. forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If we have a piece of the week suggestion, a black excellence suggestion, or 
an intermission suggestion send the classically black podcast at G- you are so enough gmail.com and i will talk to you next week bye, bye.